With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials. Stand by, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have to do the opening back again. We're going to have to start over again from scratch. Somehow I ended up forgetting to put the other video platforms on. <sighs> this is what I get for doing testing. Now, why isn't this... Oh, now we're having trouble with the video feeds. <sighs> Bear with me, folks. It's not one thing, it's a godforsaken other. Too many. Now I think I got it. Let's try this again, shall we? Opening Firefox News Online, take two. And call me in the morning. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online.
allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Tonight on my Talking Points, Senior Citizens Under Attack by the Rioters of Antifa and BLM. Oh, yeah. You're going to love this, folks, because I'm telling you right now, This was not something that should have happened. Well, apparently, BLM Biden supporters scream at the elderly. They were screaming at an elderly couple dining outdoors in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and then go to the extent of stealing their drinks right off their table. Now, I sat and watched the video, and let me tell you something right now. That's Bullshit in many ways, it needs to be stopped. Now, the elderly, people dining outdoors aren't safe from these BLM Antifa thugs. How much more do we have to put up with? How much more do we have to deal with? How much more is going to happen before somebody gets off their lazy fucking ass and does what needs to be done? The Democrats always screamed about. No one is above the law. Well, how about these motherfuckers who are rioting, attacking senior citizens, stealing their beverages and drinking them? This is the most ridiculous and unacceptable behavior in public that anyone could ever witness. I'm sitting here watching that video, and I swear to God, I wanted to reach through the fucking screen, grab this fat-ass bitch, and shake some sense into her. I mean, honestly... When in the fuck is this going to stop? These people that are out there doing that kind of ridiculous bullshit are not peaceful protesters. They're not even protesters. They're fucking rioting assholes who don't give a fuck. If you're white, you get attacked. If you're a white senior citizen, you get your beverages stolen right in front of you and drank right in front of you. And not one person lifted a finger to stop the shit from happening. That's the worst part of it all. And with police being told, oh, you can't interfere with the peaceful and lawful protesting. Yeah, peaceful and lawful protesting is not somebody walking up to your outdoor dining table while you're sitting there with your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whatever the case, and you're sitting there trying to enjoy a meal And all of a sudden, this fat, sleazy bitch comes walking over, getting in your face, yelling and screaming at you, and then turns around and takes your beverage and drinks it right in front of you. I'll tell you what. I'm going to carry some laxatives. And if I'm sitting in an outdoor dining area and somebody comes walking over to take my drink, I'm going to turn around and drop a couple of laxatives into that fucking glass and say, oh, I'm sorry. 
having a little trouble with the old stools these days. And that'll discourage them, probably get my head smashed in. But do you understand what I'm saying? It's time to stand up to these fucking thugs. It's time for people who see this shit happening, stop videotaping this shit. No, actually, go ahead and videotape something like that. But somebody else needs to step up to the fucking plate and grab these motherfuckers and throw them into the fucking street and tell them, keep on, sharking bitch. Roll your fat ass down the street and keep going. These Democrats who tie the hands of the police need to untie their hands. This is no longer about George Floyd. It hasn't been about George Floyd, and it's never going to be about George Floyd or any of the others. They're using these deaths as excuses to commit violent atrocities. It's time to stop it, once and for fucking all. And I'll tell you something right now. I'm willing to go out there, and I'm willing to stop it if I have to. Are you? Now, another thing I want to throw into my talking points has to do with something that, uh, you know, we deal with every day, wearing a mask. Well, this is starting to wear very thin on my fucking nerves. On March 7th, as part of continuing executive orders, Governor Andrew Cuomo signed an executive order mandating that everyone has to wear a mask or they could face a $1,000 fine. Executive orders are not laws. So he snuck in a face covering to the public health law on July 9th of this year. So now it's part of public health law. You know what? I'm really sick of this. When it's found out that you can't uh, order someone by mandate through executive orders to do something, you sneak in an addition to the public health law to now make it part of law. It's time we stop wearing face masks. It's getting out of hand. It's getting out of control. The social distancing masks and everything didn't have to do this shit. Like I've said so many times during the H1N1 or Ebola crisis, but we're doing it now. Because what, Dr. Anthony Fauci says we have to? Because Dr. Bricks, who wants us to be mandated to wear them, says we have to? Hmm, I wonder. How about uh, no? This is getting out of control. I'm not going to be wearing a fucking mask my whole life. I have enough trouble breathing as it is on hot summer humid days. I can barely catch my breath. And by the way, try and tell that to store owners and malls and they throw your ass out. Yes, they will throw you out. So, well, the Galleria Mall in Poughkeepsie, New York, didn't throw me out. I did have a mask with me. Now, they say that if you're eating or drinking something, you don't have to have a mask on. Now, obviously, if you're eating or drinking something, wearing a mask would only get in the way. Common sense. Well, I'm standing just inside the doorway of the Galleria where the buses pick you up. Now, 
let me just say that I had been confronted by three security guards, three in the time I was there, in just under an hour. So the first time I get confronted, I'm on the lower level, sitting on a bench inside the mall. Now, there was no place to sit anywhere in the food court, and there's nothing in writing that says you have to eat in the food court. You cannot eat anywhere else. I get confronted by a man wearing a very tightly checkered, not tight wearing, but the checks were very tight together. It was on the eyesore, to be more precise, uh, who worked for the mall. And he got in my face with a security guard. And he told me that I have to go to, back to the food court. Now, I'm a diabetic. I have to eat something. Obviously, this guy didn't give a shit. And the mall has rules. He's throwing in my face. I didn't see anything in writing that said, you have to eat in the food court. I said, well, first of all, there's no place to sit in the food court. It's on the other end of the mall. And I'm a diabetic. I have to eat something or I'm going to end up in trouble. Now, I'm not that bad of a diabetic, but I'm not going to sit there and have somebody get in my face like that. It's obvious to me that the mall does not give two shits about people with medical issues that have to do certain things in order to, you know, take care of themselves. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, okay, fine, I'll go back to the food court. So I walk all the way the fuck back down there. And I told him, I confronted him, I'm like, you know, before I start walking, that is, uh, if there's no place to sit in the food court, what am I supposed to do? And he said, you, got, you just have to stand there and wait. Stand there and wait. Really a brilliant idea. What part of being diabetic didn't he understand the first time? So I go back. I finally get a seat. My knees are killing me. My back is hurting because I'm pounding on this floor trying to get back because I've got these two people, security guard and the mall employee, following me very close. They're almost up my ass like a proctologist. I'm not going back to the Galleria Mall. And I'll tell you something. Anyone who lives in the city of Poughkeepsie or town of Poughkeepsie, uh, take my advice for what it's worth. Don't bother with the mall because even if you have a medical issue like breathing, I actually confronted a security guard about this, you know, asked the question, what if a person has a breathing issue? Well, they have to let it go. But I don't see them letting anything go. I don't know, maybe it's just me. But this mask-wearing bullshit's got to stop. Social distancing's got to stop. Let's get back to our original normal. Our original normal did not include masks and social distancing, okay? I'd like to be able to enjoy my life while I still have a life to enjoy. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast globally on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time as always for the rest of the story. And tonight's broadcast is only going until midnight. I don't feel too swift. I've been kind of up and down all day. So unfortunately, I will not be running the usual length broadcast, at least not tonight. We'll see how the rest of the week goes. Okay? And now, on with the broadcast. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see if we can do this upright, shall we? 
Hello, everybody, and welcome to the broadcast. It's Labor Day. It's Monday. And it sucks. What I wouldn't give right now, honestly, what I wouldn't give for a nice big dish of ice cream, chocolate preferably. Ah. That, my friends, is a way to relax. Bowl of ice cream, not a big bowl, just a small dish, just something to enjoy. Anyway, I got Gunslinger calling in on the 347-945-5747 line. How's it going, Gun? Oh, waiting for a cold front to come in Tuesday night. How about that? <laughs> it was a only a matter of time. Front. Yep. How cold high temperature, you, what, wind. For some reason, your volume is real low on BTR. I got my speakers up maximum. Hold on. Son of a bitch. Here we go again. I don't see how I could be low when, when uh, everything's up full blast. Hmm. Check. Hang on a second. I'll just give me a moment here to try and figure this out. Hey, how's this? Never mind. It was fucking Skype. Fucking Microsoft, motherfucker. Oh, now my fucking good speaker. Grief. I made that adjustment for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I just All checked. Because Microsoft fucked up. What's new? Microsoft's a fuck (laughs) Microsoft be fuck up. Sorry. Hold that thought, Gunslinger, for just a second. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching on the video feeds, for some oddball, asinine reason, I'm not being seen on, on the other feeds. They're open, but they're not working. So the only one that's actually working is Periscope. So if you'll to the person watching on Periscope, stand by. I'll be right back. I hate having to do this so early in the this is the second time I've had to fix, try and fix this shit. Uh, I'm telling you, it's today I, today is just not my friggin' day. Ah, I see, said the blind man. Now we're going to try this again.
Okay. Now I'm on all the feeds. I don't know what the hell was going on with this, but... Unbelievable day. Okay. Now you can actually see my face again. Oh, let's try this a different way. I forgot what you were saying, Gun. Well, I was talking, I was going to say that cold front was going to come in Tuesday night. Wednesday and Thursday is supposed to be a high of 72. Uh, and, and you think You consider that a cold front, Gunslinger? Yeah. Well, the lows are going to be in the lower 60s, upper 50s. That's a high. 72. Hmm. See, up here in the Northeast, we consider a cold front anything below 32 degrees. And remember, I'm in Texas. I'm a, I'm I'm not a snowbird <laughs> or an iceberg. Or an iceberg. <laughs> uh, you're in you're in the land of nice, relaxing. What you shorts weather even in the winter. Or am I just imagining things? Well, it does get cold. I mean, it does it drop, you know, below freezing there during the winter. I mean, uh, it, it can be cold, but it doesn't stay cold. I mean, it doesn't stay, you know, at least it kind of warms up during the day a little bit, you know. Those are probably night temperatures. Yeah, but the, the climate for Texas, as compared to New York, uh, your humidity levels are are, are slightly are, are very much different from ours. Yeah. So when when it's I, I don't know if yours how 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 it really varies. I've never actually looked into it, but uh, from what I understand, I may be wrong. You know, I, I'm gonna have to ask a meteorologist this question, but I've often wondered. What is the how is how is the humidity different in say Texas as compared to here in New York? One of these days I'm going to actually do that. And I have a friend who's a weatherman on my friends list. Uh, he's a local he's a local weatherman uh, guy named Jim Witt. Real nice guy. Absolutely top shelf. Well, <clears throat> it's pretty simple. I mean, humidity is 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 it's, it's, it's moisture in the, in the air, whether it's here or whether it's in New York. It has to do with the temperature variation, okay? If it's, you know, high temperature, high humidity, that means that the air is thicker. There's more moisture in the air, and it's hard to breathe, okay? Ozone action days, basically, is what it turns out to be. But when it's low humidity, even high temperature, the air is thinner, when it's high temperature, converts. When it's low temperature, the air is more thicker, even with the high or low humidity. And it's easier to breathe because 
air is condensed, cold and cool air is condensed. You know, heat, cold. Besides, you buy that fucking ocean out there. You should have high humidity all the time. I'm not even near the fucking ocean. Okay. Not always. I'm not actually. I'm I'm not near the ocean. <clears throat> yeah, but you're I'm near, near a large river. body of water. river. Yeah, that's a that's not the ocean, but it's a large, long body of water. See, I ain't got nothing like that oh, yeah. here. <clears throat> See, it, 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 in in it, the difference between the Hudson River and say uh, down by the down by the ocean, uh, which is an even bigger body of water. Uh, there's a difference in in, in the uh, in, in the humidity content, and you notice it almost immediately. You know when when you go down by the ocean. I've only been near the ocean a couple of times in my life, uh, and that's when I went down to Coney Island. <clears throat> Beyond that. I don't recall ever being next to the ocean more than twice in my life. <clears throat> now, in my talking points, I brought up the subject of a uh, of a person of of, of seniors being uh, basically harassed at the outdoor eating establishments. Now, I'm going to share a picture with you in the chat room from the article that I have, and I'm going to show the video to everybody on the video feeds because what took place, what happened, should not have happened at all. But it did. And the sad reality is, you know, these folks were just minding their own P's and Q's. They weren't bothering anybody. They were just out there having a meal. All right? Now, now I'm going to have to mute the audio because it's, you can't. I can't really uh, play the sound because you won't hear what they're saying. But what they're saying is is very very disgusting. Now I'm going to wind it back. It's already playing. All right, <coughs> folks. What you're about to see on the video feeds is this is this is sick. They're cussing these these people out. They're it, it, it's a it's it's a gang mentality. Now they're sitting at an outdoor cafe at an outdoor eating establishment. People are getting up and, and leaving because of all because of the because of the rioters. Now, the one person you're seeing is doing a lot of the yakking. Actually, you know what? 
I'm going to wind this back, and I'm, you're not going to be able to hear it, Gunslinger, I'm afraid, but uh, unfortunately, this is what's going on. This is racist mentality. This is a a thug mentality. Honest to God. Now watch this this one woman here. The picture I just shared with you, Gunslinger, she picked up a a person's drink from their table and started drinking it down. They're damaging the the property. They're breaking the glasses. They're they're literally being destructive. And these are supposed to be protesters? Honest to God. People walking with an American flag. An American flag turned upside down in the distress. And This happened in broad daylight, ladies and gentlemen. This happened in broad fucking daylight. This is this is the most horrendous thing I've ever seen. It's going from nighttime, now it's going into the daytime, where these Antifa BLM thugs are harassing the people, just trying to have a nice, peaceful uh, meal at an outdoor facility. They're not hurting anybody. They're not bothering anybody, but they're being harassed. And they're, the, these BLM Antifa thugs are, are destroying the property of the restaurant. Now, to the article itself, Let's see here. What the article says, and it's censored, and the writing is censored, but I'm not going to, I'm going to uncensor it. The headline read, this is from Gateway, the Gateway Pundit. Fuck white people, BLM, Biden supporters scream at elderly couple dining outdoors in Pittsburgh, steal their drinks off off the table. And that's the video I just showed you, ladies and gentlemen, those of you watching on the video feeds. This is how Biden supporters treat elderly Americans. Black Lives Matter terrorists screamed obscenities at elderly people dining outdoors in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on Sunday. Fuck 12 and fuck white people, you old dick. One BLM militant yelled to a peaceful elderly white man, Sitting at a table. A woman then marched over to the couple, grabbed a drink from their table, and drank out of it, which is what you saw in the video. Those of you who were able to see it. So much for worrying about COVID 19. Other violent Biden supporters were breaking glassware and intimidating diners. 
Another Black Lives Matter terrorist physically assaulted a white man walking his bike on Penn Avenue near Standard Market and and Pint House. And I'm going to show that video as well. hate when this happens. Now watch carefully. Those of you watching on the video feeds, watch what happens to this poor guy with his bike. It is sick. Absolutely sick. Absolutely and sick. So this is happening. This happened a daylight yesterday. Okay, there is no excuse for this. The Democrats that control these cities are allowing it to happen. All right, they're allowing it to fucking happen, and it's only good, it's it's getting worse. Now we're going from nighttime to daytime, so it doesn't matter whether it's day or night. They're not peaceful protesters. They're not protesters. They're terrorist anarchists. It has to stop. It has to stop. Gunslinger, what's it going to take to stop these motherfuckers? What's it going to take to stop the shit from happening day after fucking day? I'm afraid it's going to have to take a good ass whooping. Okay. And it's coming down to that because I read earlier somewhere, I forget, uh, you, didn't, you, might, you might Google it or something, but that group, the Proud Boys or something, they was beating mm-hmm. the hell out of hell supporters today somewhere, today or yesterday. I mean, they were beating the shit out of them, okay? Which I have to agree. Um, that That's good. That's a good thing. Maybe they'll start realizing that, you know, they're already crossed the line, and these people, like the Proud Boys, they're going to start whooping some ass, okay? Rightfully so. Uh, but what you described on that video, this, that, are you... I'm telling you, it's a, it's a coming, okay? It's it's going to be fist flying first, and then it's going to be lead flying, I'm afraid. Because how else are you going to stop this, okay? I The only way, the only other way to stop it is for President Trump to invoke that Insurrection Act. Send in the fucking National Guard, okay? I guess that's one way this would be the other way to stop it. Uh, I think he should have already done it. First time it's ever been used. Actually, I think it's been used four times. So it's going to have to take some force, okay? Because these people, especially the elderly people, 
how are they going to fight back against a bunch of fucking thugs? Okay, that's all they are, thugs. Okay, how the, how are they going to fight back against them? They're not. Okay, I mean, yeah, if you was, you know, if they were, you know, eighteen years old, I guess, in top physical shape, yeah, they could probably whoop their ass. But elderly people, <laughs> don't think so in very rare circumstances. So, I don't see any other way. Unless you see something, go ahead. Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it plain and simple. The police need their hands untied. Okay, they need their hands untied. The, the Democrats are they're in power in these in these cities and these states are tying their fucking hands, not allowing them to do their job. And it's got it has that has to happen. Okay, I don't give two shits. I really don't give two shits what their excuse is anymore because that's all they're using are excuses now. They're taking any death of a, of, of a black person at the hands of police as an excuse to continue the rioting and, and all that shit. Okay? Now, I'll tell you right now, I don't care if the person is black, white, Hispanic, or Asian or pink with purple polka dots. If, they're, if they are killed by police... It is a crime. It, th- th- these office, th- those police officers who commit these, act, these, these criminal acts should be taken into custody immediately, not treated any, di- any differently from any other criminal, okay? But don't take it out on the, on the decent, law-abiding, good police officers that are out there trying to do the job to the best of their ability because when you stop them from doing their job, this is the shit that happens. This is the kind of fucking dumb shit that happens, and it's wrong. We cannot. No one, I don't care who it is, young or old alike, should not be subjected to this kind of cruelty, this kind of insanity, this kind of thuggery. But it's happening. There's another one you can go Google it. I don't know when it happened. It's either today or yesterday, over the weekend probably. I think it probably was Portland or Seattle, one of the hot spots there. They had this group of uh, protesters, peaceful protesters, line of cops lined up across the street. This one little bastard come out there and was going to throw a Molotov cocktail at him. I mean, if he would have been successful, it would have caught those cops on fire. Okay, that's how close. But the dumbass, being a dumbass, uh, limp, uh, limp-wristed motherfucker, obviously, couldn't throw it, okay? And it blew up in the middle of the street and it caught one of his comrades on fire. You ought to see the video. He's running, fucking his legs are on saw fire. It. I did see it. Did you see that? I saw that. Did you see that? Yeah. I yeah. saw that there shit. It caught both his legs on fire and, and, and nobody yeah. knew how to put the fire out. I guess not. See? That weird. A smart person would know to take a jacket or, or, or some kind of big covering and smother the fire. But these stupid motherfuckers don't know how to do that. Nope. Well, it serves the bastard right. It serves them right, and, and you know what? But they're not going to see any jail time over it. Because <coughs> they're, 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 as soon as they get arrested, they get released. Yeah, they get released. 
I mean, it's it, this is ridiculous. I don't care what the excuse. I don't care what anybody says. If you're out there committing acts of violence like this, hitting people in the head with skateboards, megaphones, taking the and taking the property of a restaurant and, and breaking it, taking a, an elderly an elderly person's beverage and drinking it right in front of them, taking Molotov cocktails. Trying to burn police? No, this is got. This is not protesting. This is absolute anarchy and terrorism. This is domestic terrorism at its worst. It has got to come to an end. But gunslinger, if the Proud Boys are, are beating on on uh, Antifa BLM thugs. Bravo. Kick their fucking ass. But you know what? What bothers me is the pro- these 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 guys and gals that are pro- these these folks that are calling themselves the Proud Boys, they're probably the ones that end up getting arrested for assault. And the and the Antifa BLM thugs get get away with what they're doing. That's what bothers me about this. I don't know if it actually if they actually did get arrested. I'm just saying if they did, it's wrong. But this shit has this shit is, is reaching a boiling point. Nerves are frayed. People are tired of this insanity. They're tired of this bullshit. I'm getting tired of it. I'll tell you something right now. If somebody comes at, comes at me and hits me, they better hope to God I don't get up because if I do, their ass is grass and I'm the fucking lawnmower. I won't give a fuck. I'll pick them up bodily and throw them through a plate glass fucking window if I have to. I do not give two shits. I will defend my fucking ass real quick. And if I see an elderly couple being harassed, I will steamroll their fuck the, the fuck right down through that person, and when they get and they, when they hit the ground, I will grab their fucking head and smack it into the concrete a couple of times. And while I'm doing it, I'll tell them, "You want to be a thug? Here's what it means to be a thug that gets their ass kicked." <clears throat> well, <laughs> like I said, I think that's that's probably the only thing that's going to stop them. Okay. My famous quote that I've said a zillion times, you don't bring a knife to a gunfight, okay? You just don't do it. So you're going to have, you got to meet fire with fire, okay? You can't stand back and just, well, you know, please uh, don't do that. Please don't do that. Uh, would you mind not doing that? Because these people are so stupid in their fucking heads. They're so fucked up, mental fuck-ups, okay, of society that they're not going to listen, okay? They're not going to listen. So when you use reason, logic, and common sense to try to get these people to stop, and they don't, okay, what other choice do you have? Force, okay? 
be surprised what force can do. Okay. I it's it's not necessarily a good thing, but I don't see I mean you set your choices up any many mighty mode, okay? And over here you got your last choice is force. You try to do all these others to get them to stop, but they won't, okay? So what else are you left with? The force option. Force option. Yeah, I, I think at this at this point equal force is probably what's gonna be necessary to stop this shit from happening. You know. And if the cop I'll tell you something right now, if if I get into a situation where I have to where I have to where I'm defending, you know, an elderly couple, let's say and the cops come to me and try to place me under arrest, I'll tell them, oh, hell no. If, if, you, if you're not going to arrest them, then you're not arresting me. You arrest me, you better take their ass too, and they better stick. If I'm the only one that the, the, the charges stick on, there's gonna be a, there's gonna, there is going to be a lawsuit the size of Mount Rushmore, and I guarantee I will win. This, 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 it's mind-boggling as to how, how ridiculous this situation has become in our country. It go, it, it's going beyond mind-boggling. It, it's going, I don't know what the word is, if there's, if there's even a word past mind-boggling. It's crazy, insanity. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's I've never seen, I, I don't know. I, I have to sit there and go, blah, 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 you know? What the situation going on? I I, I, I watch I watch video on um, on Vaughn dot live gunslinger. You know various movies, TV shows. You know that I can't find anywhere else. And the other night, I'm, you know, I'm scanning I'm scanning through, and I came across someone sharing multiple feeds. Rochester, New York, Washington, D.C., and Portland, and then Washington, D.C. got pulled, and it was mostly uh, Rochester and Portland. Uh, Yeah, Washington, D.C. got pulled, but Portland and Rochester, New York were the only ones left. So I'm looking at this shit. And you know how I've been saying, you know, stop watching these things? Now I've got a good reason to, to say it, because a good 90% of the ones that I checked individually, the person doing the uh, video was siding with the Antifa BLM thugs, doing the chance, the works. So... I'm gonna say it right now. If you're wa- anybody watching that shit over the weekend or during the week, you're supporting Antifa and BLM by watching, whether you know it or not. So, the channel that I was that that shows it, I was following on on Vaughn, not anymore. I want no part of that shit. I'm sick of it. 
Today is the last time, the last day I will I will have any of that shit brought up on this show because it's it's pointless. If no one is willing to stand up to these motherfuckers, if the police can't be allowed to do their job, I'm not going to sit here and watch something where the person doing the podcast is supporting BLM and Antifa because that's what they're doing. And it shocked the fuck out of me when I saw that, too. And it should, it should, it should shock the fuck out of you that this is what's happening. Well, and last night, Rochester, just... I saw in one feed, let me just finish this real quick. In one feed from Rochester, they were outside of a building that was fenced off. They started climbing over the the, the, the the wall barricade. Then they had these uh, steel barricades, like you know, like for events. They didn't climb over them, but they were he- they were heckling the cops and they were, that were there and everything else. And I half expected the shit to go to go volatile. I really did. I just shut it off. I said, "Fuck this! I'm done." I'm not looking at another minute of this. And I only watched like two or three minutes at best. Go ahead, guys. Well, it just depends on who who is doing the video. And if they're supporting BML, fuck them. Okay? Now, there are some journalists out there that has been covering this, and they do not support these people at all they're there to get the story the news out what these people are doing look how they're being thugged look look at what they're doing they're with multi-cocktails at the goddamn cops for god's sakes okay wow you don't see that on your your normal news station okay they're not going to play that so you're actually getting inside information from ground zero okay i gotta hand it to them at least they are willing to show the world when the mainstream media is silent on the subject. None of them are covered. Okay? But these people are right there right there in color in, in color, showing you exactly what these fucking people are doing. And they are not supporting the BML or all these other Antifa bullshitters. Okay? They're there to cover the news and to show, look, look at what these people are doing. Do something, okay? That's the way I see it. But for the people that do support the BML and do all that shit, they go fucking kiss, you know, a donkey's ass. You know, go ahead. Well, my basic feeling on the whole situation is, you know, there has to come a point where after a while, showing it night after night, day after day, Week after week, hundred days. The only thing people one hundred days. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, that's getting old. One hundred and one. Real old. One hundred and one. Gee, <laughs> wasn't off by much. <laughs> but Gunslinger, what I'm what I'm saying is, you know, here you have these uh, these these. These folks who are out there, yes, there are some folks who are doing it for, in journalistic fashion, but that's very few. 
I'm finding out more and more every day. It's very few. And half the time, they're not even on. It is a damn shame. All right, well, let's move, I'm gonna, let's move it along to another uh, item here. Gutsier, do you remember that story I brought up regarding the uh, Zoom classrooms, how they were telling parents that even, even, even while they're at home, peop- the kids have to, have to follow certain guidelines for dress code? Oh yeah. Couldn't wear pajamas, couldn't wear slippers, hoodies, the whole nine yards. They're telling these they're telling parents what their kids can can and cannot wear in their own home. Now it gets worse. And uh let me know what you think. Detroit gun, a green and black zombie hunter with an orange tip that led to Isaiah Elliott's five-day suspension. The 12-year-old is a collection of toy guns, but his parents never thought he'd be suspended because of a toy that never left his house. He's in the comfort of his his own home, and for the, for the school to expect for there not to be any type of toys or anything around someone's home, it's just pretty ridiculous. Dad, Curtis Elliott is furious, and so is his wife, Danny Elliott. For them to go as extreme as suspending him for five days, sending the police out, having the police threaten to press charges against him um, because they want to compare the virtual environment to the actual in-school environment is insane. What a teacher at Grand Mountain School near Colorado Springs noticed in a virtual class prompted the principal to call El Paso Sheriff deputies. The problem solvers obtained the sheriff report, and it confirms the teacher said she assumed it was a toy gun, but was not certain. If her main concern was his safety, a two-minute phone call to me or my husband could have easily alleviated this whole situation to where I told them it was fake. Neither parents knew the school was recording their son's virtual class, but now said the district refuses to provide the video. This is the toy gun that he was playing with. Deputies did show the video to Curtis, and he showed us exactly what he saw. He was playing with the toy gun on this side of the couch. He picked it up, moved it like that to the other side of the couch. It just flashed across the school computer screen for maybe one or two seconds at the most. It would have been a lot easier for me to understand if my son had made a threat. Now they say their son has been traumatized by deputies telling their 12-year-old this could potentially lead to criminal charges in the future. He was in tears when the cops came. Um, he was just in tears and he was scared. The Whitefield District Number 3 refused an interview request from the problem solvers, instead emailing a statement that reads in part, we follow all school board policies whether we are in-person learning or distance learning. We take the safety of all of our students and staff very seriously. Safety is always our number one priority. But Isaiah's parents say safety was never a true issue, and suspending their son, who has been diagnosed with ADHD, helps no one. I definitely feel as if they crossed the line and um, they were extreme with their punishment, especially sending the police out and traumatizing my son and my family. Now this afternoon, the parents tell me they're transferring Isaiah to a new school, the district says it won't be recording classes without parents' permission from now on. 
Tonight at 9, investigative reporter Laura Jane Gleha will share the story of an 11-year-old boy in Jefferson County also suspended five days for a toy gun seen during his virtual classroom. She'll talk with the vice chair of the state school board who has concerns with how the district reacted. You heard what was just. You heard. You heard what was just. You heard that that clip. All right. Sure. What happens? They send the cops. Does it surprise me? No. Again, a toy gun. It, these people, I mean, they don't have anything better to do than to go around and harass people over a toy gun. Aye, 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 aye. Yeah, and this is the school recording this and in in your own man, you talk about big brother, okay? This is your example of big brother, okay? I don't care if it's dressed as a school or government. Well, school is kind of government if it's public schools. But you see the point. When they can come in there and they can just record anything that anything that they want, okay? I that's going way too far. Okay? As long as the kid doesn't come in the in front of the, the laptop or whatever, buck naked, okay, uh so what if you got sandals on or no shoes at all? What the hell are they going to do? See your fucking feet? I mean, this has gone beyond stupidity. I mean, everything, all, all the way across the board, all the way across my fucking laptop here. It's, it goes from one end to the other of stupidity that these people are actually doing. And these people are teaching your kids? I mean, to pull shit like that, my God, if I was, if I, if, if, if that shit was, would happen when I was growing up, they'd have a goddamn army down on us because I had guns in my house ever since, hell, even before I was born. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, but you had real you, guns. These, these, this, this, yeah, all I had real guns. I had toy guns too. I had, you know, the little pop guns and the and the and the rubber band guns. Remember those, you know? Yeah. Yep. And then, you know the cap guns. Yeah. Gunslinger. Have we come so far as a country? Have we come so far that because of this pandemic? It is now permissible to tell parents how their kids can dress at home. It's permissible to have schools tell, record the classroom, the class subject, and then report a child for having toy guns in their own home to the police. I was the deputy sheriff showing up on the scene. First thing I would have done is laugh my ass off that they were wasting my time with with something as stupid as this. The answer to your question is a big fat yes. 
okay? They, it has. Society has gone this deep, okay? Yes, it has, okay? From mandatory wearing masks, which really doesn't do anything, uh, to all this other shit, social distancing and all this, when the numbers have been exceeded 10,000%, okay? Sure, yeah, that thing's out there, that virus is out there, and it's real, yeah. That part I agree. But when they blow the numbers up for their own gain, it's no longer medical now. It's political. I've been seeing shit that the, all these deals been, oh, well, you know, it's up 600%. Well, they were wrong. and they, they don't even know, I bet you, because of all the bullshit. Oh, this one says this. No, this one says this. No, he's on first. No, he's on second. No, he's a he's umpire. You get it? I mean, they don't know what the left hand is doing from the right. So how can they put out accurate numbers? Okay, remember by saying numbers don't lie, but they can be manipulated. Okay, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're manipulating these numbers yeah. to make them sound but, like, but if, Yeah, but if they're manipulating the numbers, the numbers are lying. Their numbers is right after they manipulate them, sure. But the true numbers are not uh, inaccurate. They are the true numbers, and they're just taking those true numbers that they probably know about and going over here and saying, well, this is the way it is over here in their fucked-up numbers. That makes a whole time. Yeah, absolutely. They probably does it every day. Well, hell, they are doing it every day. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's the insanity of it all. I mean, here in New York, okay, I'll give you a prime example. Governor Cuomo wrote the executive order back in March, mandating masks and all this, right? And then in July, something gets added to the public health law regarding face coverings. I didn't know about that until today. Sunday... They're telling me it's the law. And I'm like, no, that's an executive order. Executive orders are not law. So at the time, I was correct until I found out otherwise. Now they're adding something to the, they add something to the public health law so that they can fine you $1,000 if you don't wear a mask. What is that sound I hear in the background? Coming from me? Yeah. Yeah, man. I hear the highway noise over there. Let me see if my microphone jumped up like a fucking ghost. Like a ghost. Yeah, but you're, 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 I hear you just fine. You're not overmodulated or anything. Hmm. That's weird. It's probably the traffic sound in the background. It is, yeah, because that's two streets over from a major highway over here. I'm only three and a half on microphone, so I'll turn it down. Maybe I'll cut it out. Okay. Well, let's see if we can still hear you. What about now? Can you hear me? Testing one, two, three. Yep. You're coming in fine. That helped. But you know, 
it's gotten to the point where people are asking, you know, the, the, this mask wearing stuff to stop. You know, they, they, they want to stop wearing these masks because it's getting ridiculous. You know, it's like no way said, you know, we're, we're, we're wearing a mask. We're taking back the carbon dioxide that we breathe out. We're taking it back into our bodies, which is causing toxic levels. And you don't hear nothing about that in the mainstream. You won't. Well, see, I even noticed the same thing because I went to Wally Ward day before yesterday, and Walmart has, you know, you got to wear a mask coming into their store. I could even tell the difference, okay, from, you know, because like you said, you're breathing in your own carbon dioxide. I mean, that's like going over there and sucking on the tailpipe of a vehicle. You're breathing in the, the exhaust. So you're breathing your exhaust in. That ain't very good. I could even tell the difference. Right. Yeah, there's a, there's a there's a huge difference, and you know, I put the mask on just long enough to go through a to pick up some something at the store. The second I walk outside that store, I take the damn thing off because I know that if I keep it on too long, it's you know I'm 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 putting myself at risk. Over the weekend, I had to go. I went to the mall to do something and I had to wear a mask the whole time I was in that building. Now if I was now if I started having breathing issues and I don't wear the mask, they tell me I gotta wear a mask, I'll tell them I'm having I have breathing issues, I can't wear a mask. And if they tell me that I have that I can't be in the in the mall unless I'm wearing a mask, then I'll tell them, well the C D C says I don't have to wear a mask if I have a breathing issue. And if they ignore that, then their their ass is grass. Because now they're going against they're going against what what a federal agency says. And that's something that people need to also recognize. And that noise is back big time loud. Well, now check this out, Gunn. President Trump floats using extra $300 billion in coronavirus relief aid for second stimulus check. Check this out. President Trump called on Congress to approve a fresh round of $1,200 stimulus checks for American families by reallocating $300 billion in unused coronavirus relief funds. Trump said Friday during a White House press conference, during a White House press briefing, we have $300 billion in an account that we didn't use. I would be willing to release it, subject to Congress, and use that as stimulus money, and it would go right to the American people. Although Trump said he considered redirecting the funds unilaterally, he was told he needed Congress approval. Which sadly he does. Trump did not specify what the funding source is, but 
then referred to unused business loan money approved by lawmakers at the end of March in the $2.2 trillion CARES Act. Under the stimulus package, Congress appropriated $500 billion to the Treasury with 545, $454 billion intended to cover losses on Federal Reserve lending programs. So far, $259 billion of that funding remains uncommitted. It's money that we have, money that we've built up, and money that we haven't spent. And I would love to give it to the American people as a very powerful stimulus, Trump said. He continued, I think there is a theory that I could do it without having to go back, but I think it would be appropriate to go back, and I would ask Congress to approve it. It's a very simple approval. It's literally, it's a one-sentence approval, and the Democrats should do that. The Republicans will do that. They would be glad to do that. The first $1,200 cash payments to U.S. households cost about $300 billion, according to one estimate from the Economic Policy Institute. Both political parties broadly support sending another cash payment of $1,200 for adults and $500 for kids, meaning that a family of four could receive up to $3,400 with the necessary qualifications nearly identical to the first stimulus check. But relief, but relief negotiations collapsed during the first week of August when the two sides could not agree on how much the aid package should cost. Democrats have offered to come down to $1 trillion from the roughly $3 trillion HEROES Act, which the House passed in May. But the White House and Republican leaders want to keep the price tag closer to $1 trillion amid growing concerns over the nation's ballooning deficit. Excuse me. Democrats are now saying they will only sit down with Republicans if they agree to a $2 trillion price tag. Another point of contention between the two sides is how much federal aid millions of -of out-of-work Americans should receive. Democrats have maintained that $600 a week benefits need to be extended through the end of the year, while Republicans have argued that it disincentivizes Americans from returning to jobs that pay less, a notion economists have disputed. New government data released on Friday showed the economy added 1.4 million jobs in August and the unemployment rate dropped to 8.4%. While it marked the fourth consecutive month of job growth in the millions, the economy has so far added back less than half of the 22 million jobs it lost during the pandemic. There are still 11.5 million more out-of-work Americans than in February. So President Trump wants to do this, but here's the kicker. Pelosi is not down with it. Now, I'll tell you what. There's a clip on this on this story. 
from Fox Business Network. Um, Lou Dobbs. Um, and it just started over again. Oh, God, I hit one of these things do automatic starts. So let me pull that up. I want you to hear this, guys and gals, because this is this is the Democrats at their finest. Or at their worst, depending on how you look at it. Now, of course, I gotta wait for this thing to actually No, it's not going to it's not going to do anything. Come on. Now, this is he was speaking with Secretary Steven Mnuchin, who says Pelosi and Schumer don't want radical to, dim House no. Speaker Nancy Pelosi says no. Let's try this again. Radical dim House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says no. And then she says, hell no, blocking assistance for Americans, millions of them who need help. The administration is trying to provide. She insists the Trump administration's $1.3 trillion China virus aid package isn't sufficient. Here's what White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows had to say about her obstinance. I had a conversation with Speaker Pelosi, and even on her $2.2 trillion counteroffer, she can't tell the American people nor me what is in that. She puts forth a number, suggests that she came down, and yet she's willing to turn down $1.3 trillion of help that goes to the American people because she would rather them have nothing than to give way on on what her fantasy uh, objection might be. And joining us now, a man at the uh, the epicenter of nearly every major issue uh, facing the administration, the government, and the country, Treasury Secretary Stephen Mnuchin. Uh, Mr. Secretary, it is great to have you with us. Let's turn first to the insistence, the obstinacy of Nancy Pelosi saying that there just isn't a deal unless you do it her way. You're, where are we? What do you think is going to unfold? Lou, it's great to be back with you. And, and unfortunately, the Speaker and Senator Schumer just don't want to negotiate in good faith. They've refused to meet. We reached an agreement on many, many issues, but they said unless we come out with a top line, they won't even give us details as to what they're interested. So, again, I think it's bad faith. And unfortunately, uh, the President wants us to help with more money for kids and jobs. And we can put over another trillion dollars into the economy quickly. As I've said before, if that's not enough and the speaker thinks we needed to do more, we can at least come back and do more. But we're, we are having a great economic comeback as we've reopened the economy. We're getting more jobs back, but there's still a lot of work done. The president is not done with his work until we get everybody back to work. Uh, without question. And uh, as he's demonstrated once already uh, in his uh, first term, I, let, let's go back to Pelosi, because this looks like a suicide pact among Schumer and Pelosi and the radical Dems. 
they're facing uh, all sorts of blowback from their effective uh, uh, empowerment of Antifa, uh, Black Lives Matter, and the others who are carrying out such vicious violence uh, across uh, Democrat-run cities in this country. How is there any way in which the, the with those folks in control, particularly Schumer and Pelosi? Well, we're going to keep trying because it's too important for the American people. Mark Meadows and I have been hosting daily calls with Mitch McConnell and the Republicans in the Senate, and we've been keeping Kevin McCarthy and his team up to date. And hopefully uh, Mitch will enter new legislation next week that, again, kids, jobs. As you know, there's still too many small businesses that have been hurt by this, have nothing to do with their own issue. Parts of the economy have opened very quickly. Parts of the economy are still suffering. They are, and at the same time, we're seeing a remarkable pockets of uh, deep, uh, deep uh, economic pain. Uh, but overall, we're seeing some astounding uh, well, resilience in this economy. The Federal Reserve, maybe you can help me with the Federal Reserve. Uh, Jerome Powell saying uh, that he has discovered the Phillips curve is no longer uh, in effect, as best I could uh, understand his policy decision. Uh, give us your reaction to what he has decided, which is uh, to have 2% targets that really don't mean much anymore to the Fed. Well, let me just first say I think that Chairman Powell and the entire Fed has done an extraordinary job in, in this crisis, uh, the COVID issues. And really working with Treasury, we've stood up an enormous amount of emergency facilities. That uh, That's part of the reason why we have the economy reopening the way we do. I think the Fed's issue is they've been right. trying to get inflation up for a long period of time. There hasn't been much inflation. I think what they're saying makes common sense that if you want to average 2% inflation, there'll be times when you run higher and times you run lower. Yeah, I thought it made a lot of sense uh, to basically do what the president had said. Why don't you look at the markets, make a determination, and don't be reflexive and anticipatory in judgments that are almost always wrong when you put the Fed uh, in charge of assessing the economy. I don't know many times that they've been correct. Uh, particularly first-time uh, efforts by first-time Fed chairman. Uh, I know uh, Mr. Powell's a friend of yours, and I have the greatest respect for both of you, uh, but it is a it is an odd Fed that we've got right now, uh, sort of dis rediscovering uh, economic reality. Uh, let's turn to, if we may, the, the, the virus and the administration's response to it. Out comes the CDC saying that 6% of the deaths that have been reported here, and specifically 161,000, only six of them were solely uh, attributable to COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2 uh, disease. I, I mean, what is going on with our public health agencies? This is becoming uh, alarming, the degree to which uh, we're getting new information and uh, different takes on what has actually been going on here now for six months. Well, Lou, as, as you said, that's a very important statistic that they just put out. And as we've been saying all along, for most people, 
This is not a life-threatening situation. It's really just a life-threatening situation for people who are at high risk with other issues. But we, we've made enormous progress, and I think you're going to see enormous progress on vaccines quickly between now and the end of the year. Last week, the president made a major announcement with 150 million new point-of-care tests so they can be distributed to every school in the country so schools can get open safely. So this is really about making sure our kids can be at school and our small businesses can get back to work. And, uh, and hopefully our public health agencies can get the facts straight, uh, at least in, in the reporting. Uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's got to be frustrating. Uh, is the president frustrated? Are you frustrated by that kind of uh, uh, revelation? You know, Lou, the president's never frustrated. He's always demanding better information, more information, pushing all of us to make sure we're working around the clock. The president is absolutely focused, as I've said, to kill this virus and get the economy back to where it was, the greatest economy we had going on before this. Well, Mr. Secretary, I know you're working full-time, and uh, you work so hard, there's so many uh, issues that we could take up. I hope you'll come right back uh, as soon as possible to continue the conversation. Secretary Stephen Mnuchin, thanks for being with us, Mr. Secretary. Okay, Gunslinger. Sorry for the delay there, folks, getting back to the microphone. <clears throat> I mistimed everything, getting a cup of coffee here. Based on what you've heard, Gunslinger, what do you think? Nancy Pelosi well, saying I don't know. no, it's, all that. It's, <laughs> from Piglosi to all these others uh it's 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 really hard to to believe what to believe i mean um it wow you know the stimulus package the the, she does this she wants that no telling what they have in there you know that they want to you know sneak in but you know they're going to sneak something in they always do uh to these numbers, to you know, President Trump doing everything he can. I mean, what the hell? What the hell more can you possibly do? Oh, Joe Biden can stop it. Yeah, right. Fuck him. Okay, he'd he'd make it worse. Okay, so the only person that's really doing anything, at least trying to damn this, is President Trump. Okay, uh, I don't know. I the whole thing is fucked up. Okay. Like I said, somebody ought to kick China's ass for doing it, okay, because that's where it came from. Uh, To, I don't know, I'm just almost at a loss for words on that because it should have never started. It should, the CDC should be, have their ass whooped because that's what they get paid to do. You know, Centers for Disease Control. Control? Huh. You just kind of like sat back and did nothing. So, I don't know. And so that's, that's a lot of numbers there. I mean, I know that's a lot of people that has gotten it. I think they have exceeded the numbers, you know, poked them, uh, just, to, just to say what they wanted to say and scare people. 
oh, say you got to put a mask on. Oh, say you got to social distance. Uh, say you, we got to cancel this. We got to cancel that. We got to cancel this. They didn't do that during, what was it, 2010 with that N1H1, whatever it was. You didn't see none of this. H1N1. Yeah, that one. Uh, you didn't see none of this. So, yeah, it may be a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, so I, you know, they got an arterial motive, I think, somewhere. I think we're seeing it. Yeah, there's 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 something very screwy. And let's not forget, there were doctors and nurses, medical professionals, who had videos on YouTube taken down because they were telling it straightforward, how they were being told by the hospitals. Oh, he died of cancer? Well, Put down that he died from COVID. This one yeah, died from, from a brain aneurysm? This one died from COVID. Yeah. So not a, not a, when you're being told you know, to, to lie on the, on, the de- on, the, on the death certificate for someone, it's uh, really? Not only that, but, you know, when it was really going on there, they had these people, just everyday citizens, go around to hospitals in these major cities, and the fucking places was empty. Okay, I thought there was a pandemic going on. Okay, I remember seeing some of them. They'd go in there with the, with their cell phone cameras. Fucking emergency rooms empty. Okay, <clears throat> the nurses and the doctors are not even wearing masks. They're not even wearing gloves. Nothing. I thought it was so contagious. They're supposed to be all these tents and all this shit set up. Fucking empty. Don't you see something wrong with this picture? Something is. There is something wrong then. with this picture because. Look, look, at, look at the med- the hospital ships that uh, President Trump sent to the West Coast and to the East Coast. Yeah, there you go. They weren't even used. <clears throat> they weren't even yeah. used. Yeah, they were But people like Governor Cuomo cried the blues that they needed ventilators and stuff like that and come to find out they didn't need them that badly at all. So the extra surplus, the extra surplus ended up being sent to other places, other countries. You know, it's unbelievable. Uh, Oh, go into the kitchen, gunslinger. Uh, what can I say? I went to get a cup of coffee while the story was being played, and I was still listening to that because, you know, not that far away. But, oh, well, what are you going to do? Mm. While I wait for Gunslinger to return, hopefully he gets back real soon because we only have 30 minutes remaining in the broadcast. Only got a half an hour to go. I'm calling it an early night. Because like, uh, like I said earlier in the broadcast, I, am, I haven't been feeling too swift the last few days. And part of it, a lot of it has to do with exhaustion. And I don't know why I'm so exhausted these days. But what can I tell you? Got to take care of my health, you know. Got to take care of my health. Now, one item that I want to bring up 
even even though Gunslinger is not here right now. And this is just a story that um, basically, um, you know, kind of goes against, kind of kind of gets me because scammers are out there in force. Believe it or not, I had a scammer call me on Labor Day. Yes. I didn't answer the phone. I sent it right to the voicemail, and of course, they hate voicemail, especially mine. Because my voicemail record, I re- my phone records all conversations. So when I talk to people on the phone, it automatically starts recording. Why? Because I can, for one. And two, it's to protect me. And as long as I know it's being recorded, I'm within the law. But scammers are targeting the elderly with phone calls, posing as Department of Justice officials. Now, the U.S. Department of Justice is warning citizens to be on the lookout for scammers targeting the elderly with phone calls, claiming to be with the agency in order to obtain sensitive and personal information from the call recipient. Now, the agency says it has received multiple reports of fraudulent activity. The reports to the National Elder Fraud Hotline indicate these scammers falsely represent themselves as Department of Justice investigators or employees and attempt to obtain personal information from the call recipient, or they leave a voicemail with a return phone number, according to a DOJ news release. If an individual calls the number left for them, they are usually transferred to an operator claiming to be a DOJ investigator before attempting to gain access to the victim's personal info, including credit card numbers, social security numbers, and anything else that would put members of the public at risk if such information were to be made available to these scammers, according to the DOJ. Phone scams are an ugly and pervasive act of victimization. The scams being reported to our National Elder Fraud Hotline are especially heinous because they show the perpetrators are preying upon one of the most vulnerable segments of our society, the elderly. This according to OVC director Jessica Hart. As if this were not despicable enough, the scammers do so posing as employees of the Justice Department, usurping public trust in the agency that serves as a bastion of fairness and lawfulness while these scams exploit the elderly for financial gain. The first step to identifying these criminals is to have their crimes reported. U.S. authorities have been warning the public of various scams ever since the first days of the coronavirus outbreak. Whether it has been price gouging, a phone call requesting information on COVID-19 stimulus money, or the promise of a vaccine, the fraudulent activities have all occurred 
with a primary goal in mind, taking advantage of the pandemic. With much confusion and misinformation surrounding the COVID-19 crisis, coronavirus scams exist in nearly every form. In April, the FBI's international received and reviewed more than 3,600 complaints related to COVID-19 scams. Justice. In late March, the Better Business Bureau released a warning to individuals involving a text message attempt to obtain sensitive information. Employment benefits using the personal information that really it doesn't matter whether you're elderly cameras are out there they're out there in force and they had a scammer as I said try calling me I just sent it to voicemail. Off it went. And they did not leave a voicemail message. Well, fair, I guess, because I know that it up. Now, on my voicemail, and I've had this recording since I first got it, I got a robotic message on my answering on my voicemail. Right? Now, here's off. You can't turn it off. There's no light switch. But you see, this is what scammers do. They use anything they can get their hands on. Well, I knew this was bullshit. I got referred to their, uh, to their, uh, some sort of uh, unit that, that takes the complaints only to have it go nowhere because there was no way to report the complaint. But I hold on to that recording. Why? Because these scammers don't realize I may not be able to report it one way, but I'll report it another way. And I did. I sent them a copy of that recording. And the agency I sent it to is the FBI. Why did I do that? Because I'm not going to let it scammers get away with with this kind of crap. <clears throat> there you go. Bottom line, if you're an elderly person and you're receiving phone calls demanding, you know, asking for information, your social security number and all this other shit, do yourself a favor, hang up in their face, tell them you're full of shit, goodbye, click. 
especially if they claim to be with the Department of Justice, as this story pointed out. <clears throat> I see Gunslinger's back. I don't know how much of that you actually heard, but um, to give you the Reader's Digest of it, apparently there are scammers targeting the elderly with phone calls posing as Department of Justice officials. Ain't that some shit? Now they're really getting creative. Well, these people are desperate. They don't. They'll try. They'll try anything. I mean, they'll try anything to try to see if they'll see if you get scammed out of money. You know, it's all about money, right? You know, if I get a call like that, I'm gonna say, "Yeah, fuck you. You can show me some proof." No, I just call <clears throat> fuck you and hang up. Hang up. There you go. No. Uh, I had one scammer call me up one time, and they called my house number. Now, my house number is only a dedicated phone line for emergency use. That, and I use it as a fax line to send and receive faxes. Not many people do that these days, but there are people that still do. Well, anyway, long story short, by the time I said that, it's already too late. <laughs> so this, this character calls me up, and he's got an Indian accent. Now, I, do an in, I can do an Indian accent impression. Uh, and for the purposes of this, I'm going to do that. It's not meant to be a disparagement toward the Indian people, just that this is what it sounded like on the call. Okay? So the guy, I answer the phone, I, I go, Hello. And he goes, my name, my name is Bob, and I am from the department, the department of, jeez, I'm going to start stuttering now, right? I am from the department of, of God bless it, I can't stop, I can't, I can't talk today. I am with the, I am with, with the energy department, and we are calling to, and he goes on about being with the energy department, talking about how he's, he, he has, an offer for me for cheaper energy rates and so on and so on, right? I let him go. I let him talk. All the while, my call is being recorded. And he finally finishes talking, and I said, well, thank you very much. This is Agent Henderson from the Federal Bureau of Investigations. Click. He hung up real quick. Now, I know I could probably get in a lot of trouble for doing that, but you know what? It was fun. You know why? Because I told the scammer where they can go shit in their hat without actually saying the words. I don't recommend people doing that. I do it because I have a voice where I can get away with it. Well, let me tell you something. I've done that to several scammers of late that called my house line. Only I didn't wait for them to say anything. I'd answer the phone and go, Federal Bureau of Investigations, Agent Henderson speaking. Click. The second they hang up, I know it was a scam. Because only a very small handful of people actually have this number. I could count the number of people that have it on one hand. 
And I know that if the number gets out to more to more than that, if the number gets out to more than those those few people, it's either a scam call or somebody stupidly gave my number out without my permission. But the people that have my number, my numbers, know not to give it out without asking me first. Anyway, so because that's that's the way I do things. So there's that. So elderly folks. Do yourself a favor and stop and think about call your answering. If they say they're with the Department of Justice, here's what you do. You turn around and say, really? That's nice. Have a nice day. Click. Just hang up on Because the Department of Justice is not going to call you at random to ask you for your personal information. Okay. Now, Gunslinger, do you remember recently a story put out by The Atlantic about President Trump and turned out to be the biggest bullshit story they ever put out? Well, get this, man. Former Deputy White House Chief of Staff Zach Lentes denied to Breitbart News the Atlantic's account of President Trump's comments about troops in Europe. Fuentes unequivocally denied the Atlantic's report last week, a huge blow to the establishment media narrative. Fuentes personally briefed President Trump on, weather, on the weather situation that led to the trip being canceled. He is also a close personal confidant of former White House Chief of Staff John Kelly. You can put me on record denying that I spoke with the Atlantic, Fuentes told Breitbart News on Monday. I don't know who the sources are. I did not hear POTUS call anyone losers when I told him about the weather. Honestly, do you think General Kelly would have stood by and let anyone call fallen Marines losers? He, he specifically also stated that he believes the Atlantic's sources are unlikely first-hand accounts. They are conflating those people from something the day after, according to Fuentes. Fuentes also told Breitbart News he is upset that Trump has been speaking negatively about Kelly. On a separate note, I'm, I am disappointed to see POTUS talk about General Kelly so negatively in the, middle of a, in the middle of being accused of saying negative things about the military, Fuente said. If anyone understands selfless service, it's General Kelly. The fact that Fuentes, Kelly's closest ally, is now publicly denying the report from The Atlantic is a monstrous strike against the credibility of that report. Several Trump critics including former National Security Advisor John Bolton, have also denied this happened. Every person who was allegedly in the room who has spoken up so far has denied the account of what happened. Fuentes' denial, reported here exclusively on Breitbart News First, deals another strike against the Atlantic's credibility. Fuentes added in a text to Breitbart News, I also think 
any president, regardless of political affiliation, deserves to have candid and private conversations with trusted advisors. If the president decides to talk about it, that is his right. But generally, I don't think it is my place to divulge private conversations I've had with him. I don't believe President Trump ever said any time that Marines are losers. The man is pro-military, big time pro-military. He went out of he went and did did the incredible. He got the military budget restored after Barack Obama decimated it. Started bringing our military strength level back up and beyond what it was before Obama cut it down to pre-World War II levels. So here's a man who not only loves and respects the, the, the troops, here's a man who would bend over backwards to make sure they got pay raises. Yes, pay raises that were overdue. Now, Gunslinger, i got to ask you. I'm sure you heard about this, this Atlantic story what is is it my imagination or is the left that desperate to hurt Trump by using a false and obvious fake story that has been denied tooth and nail by a bunch of people? <laughs> yeah, they are that desperate. What are you talking about? I mean, shit, look at what all they've done in the past four years, almost four years. <clears throat> trying to get him impeached, trying to do this, Russian gate, collusion, this, that. I mean, where does it end? No, it's not going to end. And yeah, absolutely. And yeah, that doesn't surprise me. <clears throat> I'm surprised they haven't come up with something that he hates his own mother. Okay? This is how desperate these people are. We're sick in the head. Go ahead. You know what? I've been meaning to look this up since the first time I heard about it because I want to see just what the Atlantic wrote. Not that I really want to, but let's face the reality. Aha. Here we go. It's not it's 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 a second article about it. They've done more than just one story, negative story. This is gonna. This is not gonna be an easy thing to find.
I can find the uh, the article. Ah, okay. Are we getting closer to it? <coughs> Let me see if I can. Uh huh. Here it is, Gunslinger. I'm going to drop the uh, link to to you in the chat room. I did find the article from the Atlantic. They haven't pulled it. Folks, this was posted on this was put out September third. Trump, Americans who died in war are losers and suckers. The president has repeatedly disparaged the intelligence of service members and asked that wounded veterans be kept out of military parades. Multiple sources tell the Atlantic. It's all bullshit. The story is an outright lie. Every paragraph of it is a fucking lie. He never called our dead losers and suckers. So, folks, if you're listening to Jeffrey Goldberg of The Atlantic, you're damn fools. Seriously, you're a damn fool. And I challenge the Atlantic to produce its sources. I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet that these quote-unquote sources are nothing more than Democrat Biden supporters. Gunslinger? Well, yeah, you know they're going to be Democratic supporters. You know that. Who's doing it? The Democrats, okay, Democrats. So does it surprise you that they would pull something like this? You know, he loves the military. I mean, he's going to say that. Hell no. But more desperation to try to make him look bad. Actually, actually, it's doing the opposite. It's making him even look even better. And now people are realizing, hey, that's all a bunch of damn bullshit. He didn't say that. Ooh, I'm both drunk. Right? We'll show you how stupid these people are. Damn. Woo. <clears throat> yeah. There's 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 a there's a fine line. Okay. There is truly a fine line in life that one should never cross, and that's outright lying, claiming multiple sources. Okay, that would be like me sitting here saying, President Trump wears a toupee, according to multiple sources. First of all, he doesn't wear a toupee, he has actual hair, right? Second of all, I would never, I would never be stupid enough to say that with a straight face anyway. 
And third and most important of all, if Trump were standing right in front of me and heard me say that right to his face, he'd probably punch me in the nose just for being a dumbass. I'll go. I'll go as far as to say as a show to show you how dumbass these fucking motherfuckers are. Okay, I'm looking out here, right here at the. I got a big uh, umbrella on the deck here. I'm looking at the spider web out here. He just nailed him a fucking demorat. Okay, ate his ass up. That spider is more smarter than these fuckers are. Okay, that little bitty spider over there that I'm looking at right now is smarter than these some bitches. And that's pretty. That's saying pretty good for a spider. Go ahead. <laughs> you can say that again, Gun. <laughs> well, my friend, we are. I'm calling it an early night, as I said. Or I said before, uh, I haven't been feeling too well the last couple of days, and uh, haven't been getting enough enough proper rest. But before I blaze a trail, and before you take off, any final thoughts on your from you, my friend? Anything you want to add to what you've said tonight? Well, just like I said, just to reiterate that, you know, these people are fucking crazy. They have to be stopped. You said a, a, a 101 days, man. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, somebody has got to do something, okay, because there are going to be more and more people killed, okay, I guarantee it. If they do not stop these people from doing what they're doing right now, now it's going over during the daytime now. I'm telling you, the clock is ticking. Tick, 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 tick. Go ahead. Couldn't agree more. And and I and I I I can't stress this enough. America, the time has come. It's past time. If the police are continually having their hands tied, then it's up to all of us to step up to the plate wherever and whenever possible. And tell these BLM Antifa thugs to go fuck themselves. And if we have to beat ass, then we beat ass. Spank them like the bastardized stepchild they are. And let them know that their behavior is unacceptable. Well, that's it for this edition of Firefox News Online. Thanks to Gunslinger for joining me here on the broadcast. And, of course, uh, I'm guessing here that Cherokee Rose has been watching by way of uh, by way of Periscope.tv. Uh, I do apologize for the short the shortened uh, edition tonight, but like I just said a moment ago, I am really not in, in the best of shape. I am exhausted, and I don't feel 100%. When I don't feel 100%, it's hard to stay at this. Plus, I'm starting to fall asleep sitting here. So... Folks, thank you for tuning in. We will be back for the Tuesday night edition, and we'll see just how it goes. I'll schedule it for the usual time frame, but uh, play it by ear. I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Take care, folks. We'll catch you on the next edition of Firefox News Online. Fair, balanced, and always responsible. Good night, Gun. All right, later. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. 
Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved. You can catch the links to Firefox News Online's broadcast by going to Facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. That's Facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. For the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Networks. Hey, we'd like to hear from you, so send your comments to comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Also, any stories or topic ideas you might have, we'd like to hear from you. Send to WeReport at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's WeReport at firefoxnewsonline.com. Again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. I'm George Sinzer. Thank you so much for being here. We'll catch you next time. So let it be written. So let it be done. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.